Welcome to the second episode of a mixtape of memories. This is me and got with me my buddy Angad. This is about us not giving a care about the world by putting our headphones on and listening to some great music that got us through our journey in college, junior college to be very specific. And uh, we are here talking about it, about the cassette revolution, about this Discman revolution that uh, took over our lives and uh, changed it uh, forever about storing music in various places, sometimes hidden from your parents, sometimes in plain sight. Yeah. But do you remember, you know, what do you say? After the cassette phase was done, we moved on to burning CDs and, you know, having Discmans with us. The Discman was a rage, you know, buying a new, you know, uh, VCR. You don't call it VCR. What do you call that thing? Yeah. What is it? CD a player. CD player. Yeah, right. It's simple. It's so simple, man. Yeah. So, you know, it was that time, the, C- the CD player time. You remember we used to burn CDs yeah. burning it in 52x 24x burn it slow burn it fast this the cd is gonna get corrupted uh yeah. the hype behind that huh yes that crazy yeah. i totally remember that one dennis because uh as you were saying burning cds at that time not a lot of people really knew how, what was said to be burning a cd so you had a computer back at home and i remember your computer was the first one in line uh because uh, no i did not have again that kind of a privilege coming my way so i used to come to your place and we had this list of songs that uh, we would like to get our hands on from the internet and at that time i think internet was not such a rage in india because it was only just getting started so you were moving on from dial up to uh, broadband and with broadband the speeds were good that's why uh, music streaming uh, started to come out in a good way and then when when you don't have uh, or rather you have a really good access through some pirated softwares or you know p2p softwares uh, to access to music all over the world then all you want to do is you know get it on a cd and uh, right. cd would, would usually it would take just about i think 15 to 20 minutes on a slow speed burning the cd and then sometimes it was really like that that the cd would uh, would be a little warm when it used to come out from the CD burner. So, like a hot cake. Like a hot cake, right. So <laughs> I would say like a pancake. So it was, yeah. it was really, it was really a nice phase that uh, I remember very clearly where uh, we, we took this uh, music down from, uh, you know, downloaded this music from LimeWire. And LimeWire, I think, was the first uh, software of its kind where uh, P2P was written, but I didn't remember anything or I don't uh, really uh, remember understanding what P2P was. But all I knew that there is, you could search songs uh, uh, just the way you do on internet in your browser, and then you would come out with a couple of uh, results. And from there, you could just download music for free because it used to belong to other people's uh, hard disk. And the software was configured to read hard disk so 
my hard disk would be available to everyone else my song collection would be available to everyone else and theirs to mine as long as it being shared so that was a tremendous uh, you know plethora of music that was available to us and i remember uh, you doing a lot of gimmicky stuff on on the series you used to burn so you used to label them all by your own whims and fancies would you would you yeah. would you tell us a little yeah. bit about that man i used to it, it was a thing uh, doing personalizing everything was a thing back then i don't know how people do it right now uh what do you say i used to name my cd's anger hate you know uh what do you say uh, there were there were different names to uh, all the c yeah teenage uh, teenage yeah teenage angst there were these were the things that i used to name the cd's with and i used to know okay this cd is for this moment and this cd is for this moment and uh, and there was another best of you know that used to take all of this together and it was another cd so uh, personalizing it and what do you say creating a unique identity and you know you know setting things to my mood was the thing at that time in in fact this was not the only thing that we used to personalize if you remember uh, we used to, i used to go the length of personalizing my t-shirts with uh, lyrics uh, photos and paint them there was another endeavor that we took on us that is finding t-shirts for cheap with the favorite logo of our band or the photo of our band on the t-shirt and t-shirts were dirt cheap at that time if you remember we used to go to fashion street in bt just to find where is the where is the t-shirt however do you know right now there is a profession in america where there are people who find these vintage t-shirts of bands uh, that comes out yeah. so th- that's how that's how it was back then and to personalizing even more crazy was that it's not crazy as such but you know i used to have posters of backstreet boys spiderman and all those thing the favorite car that i had the whole wall was full of these posters and gi joes hanging around you know my favorite hot wheels car up, up there you know in in a certain pose as if like they're going to collide or they're moving a certain way it was it was like setting up your own room in a certain phase and once person enters he gets he gets he gets it vibe. okay this uh, he gets the vibe that this guy is lonely and nothing to do <laughs> and he is <laughs> an artist artist by himself right yeah i was an artist by myself i used to write a lot at that time writing started then and uh, it's in a small way because lyrics started influencing me and i started to understand as i got into the rabbit hole you know like harris in wonderland uh but this was a beautiful wonderland where there were no consequences you could sit inside there and you could listen to your favorite music thank you internet for that and uh, thank you limewire for that at that time thank you emp3.com for that at that time and i just got hooked on to the right music at that time you know i found the area that i want to be at so i was a, so i am a christian and i want to i wanted a, a middle way and i found uh, and i wanted to listen to good music uh, as i told in first the part one i i don't want to waver too much into the other side of things but i want to stick to the center play uh, of being a christian uh, but i also wanted to be a rebel right. i don't know why maybe it's the teenage thing but i remember you know music speaking to me very uh, very very deep for example if you were to talk about youth of the nation by pod pavel on death that was a song that hit me right in my heart 
and it just spoke to me and i could relate completely with the album satellite that released somewhere around that time uh, i think that is the first cd original cd of a rock band that i bought first cd cassettes i had many so i bought the satellite cd from planet m and uh, i remember the lyrics till now is johnny boy always played the fool he broke all the rules so you would think he was cool so it related to me you know kind of uh, i don't i didn't give i didn't give people you know what do you say i didn't talk to people i was having all my headphones on it's not to be cool but i could not relate to people at that time here yeah, and it says he was never really one of the guys no matter how hard he tried how hard he tried he often thought of suicide which is actually a real thing i was going through that phase and it's it's kind of hard when you ain't got no friends he put his life to an end they might remember him then you know you cross the line and there's no turning back told the world how we felt with the sound of a gun that is that is so what do you say so relatable it's so close to exactly close, close to what i was feeling at that time yeah absolutely uh, i i yeah. totally agree with you on that one because this this song has uh, i i i guess this song would actually be talking about uh, suicidal tendencies of the of the teenage children at that time right. in, in every part of the world and it still exists in a particular age where you dissociate a lot or you try to uh, have your own sphere of uh, uh, imagination or your comfort zone and sometimes you just dissociate a little too much and then you start feeling that you don't belong so actually that song is really uh, spot on with the uh, talking about the problems that yeah this do. actually got me so uh, sorry to interrupt you there but yeah. i just wanted to get an end to the story like i want to i wanted to say that you know this actually got me out of not being like that you know every time exactly. i was getting suicidal i was getting back because the la- the last three lines of the song is like this got to be more to life than this this got to be more to everything i thought exists right. and you know that just you know hit me you know and I, i i just i was like yeah there's more so let's face it let's face it and then they have other songs that help you face it like uh, you remember the little nikki song uh, graduated at 13 the streets made me a scholar flood the yeah, microphone yeah. one by one hear him holler you yeah. know i learned the entire rap and it just gave me confidence you know so rap and catastrophe only time will tell could be excel you know it is like it is like you know what do you say okay you are down mm-hmm. but there's something that is giving you confidence for songs like this songs like boom they played a big part in you know helping me stay uh, stay stable as such you know or, or stay motivated to do more things uh, what, what were you listening to at that time man um uh, i like i said i i was in a sphere of my own so although i was looking out for motivation but at the same time uh, my childhood had not been particularly kind uh, and there was a lot of uh, angst and regret here, uh, buried so i turned to metal uh, from the mm. last episode where we talked about take a look around being uh, the the first song that i ever heard and it had such a catchy tune to it because uh, not I, i would like to tell you at this point that it was the song official theme song for mission impossible 2 and you know last year we i think last year we had mission impossible 6 so it's that yeah. old and you know the the tune was catchy and i was instantly hooked yes but at the same time the more i listen to songs and with with limewire and all the songs that i was going through i landed up on metallica 
all no it was i disappeared at the beginning but then i disappeared is not really that that good of a song according to me um the the song that i really got hooked on was unforgiven 2 by metallica and mm-hmm. to listen to that song it it is really very difficult to understand what uh, the song is about but at the same time it's full of regrets so when on on one hand when you when you are saying that you know some of the songs that you uh listen to uh gave you the kind of motivation or gave you the kind of punch to move through uh, the difficult phase of life i was actually brooding i was actually mm. brooding over the the difficult phases of my life because i'm that kind of a guy who would like to brood over and try to really think deeper into situations around me and then i would like to you know get a real picture um of, of what it what the what the whole thing is about what my life is really about and how to get through so every everybody everybody have their own coping mechanism and i think that metal stuck to me metallica this particular song it really stuck to me and i, I used to listen to it on endless loop sometimes because uh if you remember this had a train horn sounding in the beginning yeah. and it right. almost seems like this song they 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 made this song as if it's going to hit you and it does right. hit you but at the right, right basis so i was right. just really happy to be introduced to metal uh, and to metallica uh, somehow uh, through unforgiven too yeah. at this point i would like to say that we found the sound and we found the kind of music that we loved and you know uh, that become becomes the center of everything and at the same time we are trying to figure out life with this music like for example i i would go to saying like i used to get 6 rupees a day because it was 3 rupees to go to the college uh from uh, nerul to koperkarne and then come back to the come back home it was 3 rupees there's no pocket money as such so either you would travel ticket less to save some money or you would very rarely get some extra bucks from your dad Uh, because he did not have the exact change to give you so uh, you know we were trying to figure out how to punk how to cheat how to steal how how to stay safe uh, doing all these wrong things you know and you know music is giving company to do right or wrong and it's it's like a, what do you say it's like it's 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 like a sudden sudden what do you say rush of freedom that has been you know uh, has come on to you and you don't know what to do with it because till then you are so supervised where are you going why are you going there these things are not there once you step out of the house nobody knows where you're going are you going to a mall just to style your hair you know we used to do that just to just go to the mall and see all the all the brands that are there just yeah. window shop like one day i'll have this one day i'll have that you know just go to planet m and just go to just browse keep on browsing music and you know make a list of the songs that i want sitting at planet m that this is the list that i'm going to give to the guy to burn and give it to me or i'm <laughs> going to go home and download from limewire this song piracy yeah <laughs> and yeah man so that that was crazy going to go, traveling through train ticketless going to the uh, uh, going to the city uh, the big city mumbai big city life ah uh, it was also a song that released somewhere that time i don't remember uh, which year it is but that was also a good song 
and uh, uh, music like tanha dil i don't know why but tanha dil really the video of tanha dil really impacted me you know it's like everybody this person knows is going away and uh, what i realized at that time is that uh, i realized that very early that you know uh, if you push away people the people that you really want to be with once they are gone you can't replace them it's irreplaceable and knowing this i have pushed away some of the dearest people in my life very far away and the person who knows you very dearly you know there will be only one person in your life who will know you very dearly and if you push that person away it's difficult to get them back you know it's so so difficult to get them back so i knew it knowing it i you know uh, you know what do you say realizing it i still you know started pushing people away at a very young age you know so so that those were things that it gave you you know then it gave you perspective from uh, you know i was listening to aerosmith also at that time you introduced aerosmith to me by the way you yes, gave me that yes yeah. yes that pink cassette with the steel lady <laughs> just push play yeah. that was that was just the push play. The, the, that was the name of the album i guess yeah and the song was just push play was also a song yes so yeah it was a great song yeah i think what you're trying to narrow it down to is uh, the teenage life is is full of these uh little surprises and uh, no big regrets sometimes but they seemingly yeah. they 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 seemingly on the outside they really look like big regrets but then at the end you know some of the songs that we that we did not listen to at that time uh, we could have listened to at that time should have listened to at that time where everything goes well or everything gets fine in the end so there there were not a lot of songs like that i remember uh Lincoln Park coming out with such a kind of a song in the end it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. I mean like there are two sides of these of these kind of songs. Uh, you know on one hand they talk about or or you could say that way that uh, you know there are two types of people in the world. Uh, one who who associate with the pain and the suffering and then they try to learn through it. They try to grow out of it. And then the other is like you know there's there's some people who take a dip in the pool and then they just come out instantly because you know they they don't really want to brood over so it's yeah. it's, it's it's different categories of music and different type uh, or different languages of music that uh, speak to every person and i think every person has a distinct taste of music uh, depending on where what he relates to um yeah at the same time you know i w- i wanted to ask you that uh, you know when when you're talking about all the teenage stuff um mm. no supervision uh, that was the mm. biggest thing actually because college in in india uh, it starts after the 10th grade and there's right. you know the parents are not really responsible a lot for uh, you know making sure that you study you got to do it on your own and then you know uh, the teachers don't really care about bunch about where have you been in the morning uh, for for two or three lectures Mm-hmm. so at that time you find your own niche you find your own space uh, either by bunking or either by going to the mall um, but let me ask you something what was the the uh, the remarkable or the most memorable activity that you liked to do at that time uh for me it was a lot about being with you man because being with you and music we used to play a lot of games uh we got introduced to a lot of a uh, lot of uh, counter strike lot of gta 
a lot of igi and you know it was just sitting in front of the pc and i know just shutting the world out uh, listening to the music we we were really into collecting music this is something that i don't know if today's people do it because music is available freely at that point in time music was very costly in india difficult to get a source difficult to get music streamed there was no streaming services like how we have uh, various streaming services right now where you just search the song and you can play it for free spotify yeah spotify spotify uh, the what do you say whatever song you want to listen to it's available and it's no one's going to charge you for it but it was not like that at that time i remember i still have a lot of linkin park songs which are not not available anywhere it's not available on any playlist uh, we were collecting those songs those videos uh, there are videos that are still not there on the internet that we have you know i remember it was uh, we used to get uh, this videos titled video pimp and we used to we used to get a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, rock metal videos which we used to collect which was because it was unique it was live performances of various bands so i was into that i was into collecting things i'm trying to keep myself uh, unique shikarban tried to say yeah yeah try to create an identity for myself it's it's that phase it that phase lasted for a long time by the way like uh, more than 5 years uh, throughout the college uh, till i found more people to talk to till i engaged with more people till then it was very limited scope of people i'm speaking to so i'm engrossed in my own world my favorite thing would be playing games collecting music and just listening to various music and get getting blown away by it and drowning my depression in music yeah. by the way uh, third episode we'll try to get uh, winnie in and winnie is uh, another uh, winnie psychologist and uh, she says that music is like music and uh, uh, music and what do you say a loneliness you know is something yeah. or psychology uh, there's some relation to it and how it can help you get through so yeah we are like i would say i'm a living example of it yeah i i even i have heard that uh, certain uh, songs or certain uh, genres of music when which you have listened to in your teenage have do do end up really affecting you in a big way because uh, there there is a psychological uh, reason to it and i think uh, vinny will be surely touching that upon in the third episode uh, right yeah. you spoke okay. less man I, this is this is a phase by the way uh, angad like that's very what do you say something that i can't really get out of my head because this is like a music exploding at this time there is creed you know creed is releasing at the same time it's amazing music my sacrifice one last breath don't stop dancing wow it just it don't stop dancing is something that you know that that still holds me through still still it released in 2002 and oh, i got I got about the cassette and it still holds me through don't stop dancing keep going on man keep going on that's all what i want to say man it's absolutely no the creed songs were actually a class apart because they had a heavy uh, heavy metal or a hard rock uh, adjustment or or a theme to it but all the songs were really talking about something uh, different something about hope uh, at the same time showing that uh, i mean uh, putting it out there uh, in the, in the form of the videos and the lyrics that you are really holding on to the last 
uh, uh, holding on to life by the last thread, and you really need right. savior. So you're the, standing on the edge. Standing on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And most of most of the songs were like that uh, by Creed, and it was a really defining uh, band. But unfortunately, you know, uh, difficult to say how long they lasted. But then, the the run was really good uh, with Creed. I remember many songs I listened to because you introduced me to Creed. Yeah. Oh man, this is this 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 phase is something that I can't really forget. There's so many things happening at one time. You know, it's like uh, it's like a paradigm that I always want to go back to. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to leave where I am and go back to this paradigm if I, if I could. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how it is. You know, it it was really fun. Really, as I as I said, this is an era of having headphones in your ear and not caring about what the world is thinking. You're living your life wearing custom T-shirts, which actually don't look good. Don't <laughs> look good. They are really badly done by me or you. And you know we are wearing it with heart, with great confidence. Yes. You know that's how it is. Tone jeans. Uh, what do you say? Tearing jeans and sticking a sticker of a jeans on the shirt. I, I look so absurd, you know. Uh, and we were comfortable time. doing absurd stuff. I think we were really comfortable doing absurd. Stuff. I remember the only T-shirt I painted. Uh, you know, I had some acrylic colors back home, and I thought, uh, you know, I will draw uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, yeah. That's that's the guy. That that's the guy who led one of the greatest bands, grunge metal bands, in 1990s. Nirvana, and uh, yeah. you know, I ended up drawing a skull with the blonde hair, uh, you know, and with with the distorted teeth, because it's a skull after all, and that's what I've written on top of it, Nirvana forever. So, I mean, uh, that's that's the kind of creativity that you slowly get into once you start exploring yourself, um, being alone, I would say, or sometimes we being with someone who shares interest with you, right. So right, being alone right. really, I think being alone really doesn't uh, uh, isn't a really bad thing uh, because it lets you feed your creativity uh, from right. various angles and you know try to narrow down uh, what really appeals to you, what you really want yeah. to talk about or express um, yeah. in the form of music or in the form of paintings or in the form of writing. So yeah. uh, I would say. From 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 the school days uh, and then into teenage, we journeyed on, and uh, we were able to uh, find our space. Now we were able to find the room where we could go, lock the door, and then just sit for hours and hours, and then just think about where we really want to be. Um, yeah. I'm sure. You no, know, this this question is uh, or where we really want to be is kind of a very ad very uh, adolescent question. That you no, know, but then back in the day, the kind of music that we fed upon made us yeah. wonder, made us question, started to yeah. give us, you know, um, uh, started to make us find more sense into life, because that's what we really like wanted to know. We wanted to be some something of uh, rest of the crowd, you know, uh, different from the rest of the crowd. We want to be knowing more about life. We we do understand that life is not to be taken seriously but at the same time what do we do with it because you know the teenage years don't really come back and right you know, nostalgia hits you pretty bad <laughs> when when you right. touch 30 35 years of age so 
I think that uh, we did well. Uh, we were able to find our space. We were able to uh, now be comfortable with ourselves. No longer wishing to be in a big friend circle. No longer uh, trying to act smart just to get accepted. But true started accepting ourselves, and that was a big deal. True, hundred percent, hundred percent. So folks, welcome to the second episode's Artist Features. We have with us today Nicholas Mohite, who's a beatboxer from Mumbai. And welcome Nicholas. How are you? Hello. Yes, I am good. I'm so excited to be here. and just right. waiting to see what's going to go next in the few minutes <laughs> cool so uh, the idea is to understand uh, understand the artist so uh, the first question that comes to my mind is that how did you get into beatboxing because it's not something that most of the indian folks get into it's something different it's something coming from the west correct so i think basically i started beatboxing i think it's from school days only the funny thing is my dad used to tell me that you're making sounds in your sleep and that's how it actually started and one fine day i told him like you know like if you it's real then you better record it in the night and show it to me the next morning or whatever and okay. then eventually when i entered college i used to just chill with most of my seniors and i used to jam with them they used to rap so i'm interested in percussion and stuff and music like that so i used to like like the desk on the desk we used to like i used to give them beats and they yeah. should up and then one yeah. of my seniors he introduced me to some videos he told me check it out and this and that and uh, that's that's where i started in 2012 2012 wow yes that's great man and you've come a long way so yeah <laughs> yeah i've i've seen uh, i've seen a few videos of you on on youtube and i'm i must honestly tell you it's really good man it's it's you know Thank what do you, you. Uh, it's it's really amazing you know uh, ordinary people like us can't do it so how 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 does beatboxing happen so what i've read online is that you need to have a lot of uh, uh, breathing and stuff like that right yeah that's correct but mostly it's just like you know the curiosity to fidget with different sounds i believe because okay. it's very simple like if you have a voice you can sing if you mm-hmm. practice and you have mm-hmm. a voice you can beatbox if you keep learning and i mean i learned from my nephew i learned from any random sound which i hear and mm-hmm. they are just the now youtube has developed so much there are a lot of tutorials to mm-hmm. learn particular sounds and then the outcome on how it comes across on the stage or the mic or the big setup and yeah, you just keep trying and you see how it fits and what sounds good and you just build on it right so if you're ardent and if you keep at it one day you'll uh, one day one day you'll be somebody like nicholas so <laughs> i think even better also if you just constantly keep going at it 
so what's your musical influence so uh, i basically grew up uh, listening to music from church and everything so we started from bongos then congos and then little bit of rhythm and tambourine is a rhythm instrument so learned yeah. that and then eventually in 2011 12 you know i just learned the guitar and then i was interested in drums and since my senior also said the same thing along so i basically what i do is i don't totally go into the hip hop side of beatbox but i like to be uh, as a vocal drummer as backing okay. the band or the friend who's singing or you know like the act with yeah with percussions that's my goal and yeah. since i'm too lazy to move my hands around or <laughs> just carry the <laughs> drum kit i might as well do it with my mouth which suffices uh, yeah which does the deal most of the time cool so congos and bongos are regular in all the churches now it's established <laughs> yes it is it is it's, it's like a trademark of like it's level 1 of percussion <laughs> and you're like the rahul dravid of uh, all the musical bands you're there in the, you're there you're holding them together but nobody notices yeah yeah uh, uh, until you like you show them like listen i've been there for so long and sucks dravid is that's a yeah, insane but... reference but i never thought of it that way uh... You know, it just came up to me when when uh, when you said that you know you're 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 always standing behind and, and doing it. But unless and until you are doing a really solo thing and the and it's highlighted on you, uh, you know, you know what do you say? Uh, like how you do the solo drumming kind of thing uh, during yeah. a concert, the drummer gets his time, you know, like twenty minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes. So uh, till that, but still, it's still the lead singer. Huh? No matter what anybody does, it's the lead singer. Yeah, I I like to keep it that way because it's it's more of like I like to be like support alongside and then you know in sections where there is a time to like you know just the drop that thing and where because if the whole time you are on the spot then it's no fun then one fine you know like in that two minutes you just have those twenty seconds of then they'll be like oh my god I remember that part from this song because of whatever the reason and mm. I like to keep it simple and like just throw one bomb at a time in an act not always keep dropping <laughs> so uh if you if you were to pick up an artist that has inspired uh so there is a whole community of beatboxers and mm-hmm. there is this channel on youtube swiss beatbox and they have a lot of people there but mm-hmm. i look up to very few people like you know so back in the day like in 2012 13 14 like those 3 years initial days years I mm-hmm. had this phase of just checking out videos on YouTube and there's mm-hmm. someone called Tom Thumb and I, I, re- I refer to Tom Thumb and there's some uh, another beatboxer called Reeps one there's another one called Skiller so mm-hmm. these people have been beatboxing since 2005 or before that mm-hmm. so they are like way behind like you know like that time and there's another one called Roxoloop there's a community of beatboxers and everyone brings up a new sound or a new style so you learn from mm-hmm. everyone and right. for me i just like to be like you know uh, updated about how they are doing certain sounds or how clear they are what are they doing and what element or what you know what feel they bring into the uh, act they are performing and as a drummer i just look behind just to keeping it like you know holding the thing whatever is happening if it's a beatbox solo as you correctly said you know mm-hmm. then it's a different story but mm-hmm. i mostly like to do group wise so these few people are there uh, mm-hmm. uh, which I just named 
right now tom tom men's career yeah. yes yeah tom yeah. tom I, i got a chance to meet tom tom he was here in india before this covid wow. thing hit so i met oh, him dharavi randomly like i was there for some work mm-hmm. potter's place for kumar yeah. one he was just chilling around he was walking around on the street and i just recognized and i met i, I could i could jam with him i have that video <laughs> up on instagram the jamming wow. with him you met your you met yeah one of the i feel you look up on in yes. india in dharavi yes. so yes. <laughs> epic yeah it happened to be he was taking a session which i missed because i was in other meetings and yeah. uh, two three hours later of that session i i en- encountered him and that whole evening i was just laughing and like just gone nuts i was like wow this happened this happened and like yeah. my cheeks were peeling because my face was just smiling for the next two hours yeah I would like to say Dharavi is like you know what do you say the South Africa of uh, what do you say uh, rap and beatboxing and all those things. Uh, if uh, I don't know about beatboxing, but for sure rap because you know that's where for, the diamonds come from. All the hip hop elements, the that yeah. is very very like you know rich in these things. Like yeah. people put their heart and soul, and I know a lot of friends who teach there also. They go there and teach. Yeah. So it it's it's a real gem it's a mad place yeah yeah so uh so one thing i wanted to ask you like you know if we wanted to listen to you you know <laughs> where can we find you and what are the things that are coming up in the future okay so uh it's very simple as the uh stage name suggests it's like you just have to go on instagram and you have to type find the beatboxer and you will find there or you can do the same on facebook i just use these two platforms as of now and i put up videos or collaborations or live recordings from someone so when live streams are there i put those mm. things up there and mm. currently i'm uh, i'm involved in this a space which i just happened to create in the lockdown it's called mm-hmm. full house and full house. Uh, yeah and it in fact today only i i started the page of full house the uh, tag is full house musically so mm-hmm. this is a online space it's you know one roof for all music and i mm-hmm. just check with my friends and you know like whoever musicians i know from mumbai or wherever we come together we you know perform a few songs i do all the technical parts posters and everything and whatever i know of how a gig happens and in the best way and the sweetest way just mm-hmm. to deliver out some music and this is all crowd funded so we put in zero and however people want to contribute you know starting mm-hmm. this 100 rupees or whatever they want to put in and that mm-hmm. goes towards the artists and that's that's what i've completed three volumes and uh, on this uh, 20th of september i'm doing the fourth volume of this so that's happening so once a month i have this full house thing going on and apart mm-hmm. from just other music stuff and that you collaborate yeah all right so so great new things coming up and philosophy is something that uh, i need to check out and all the audience also need to check out that so uh, what i'm going to do is in the description i'm going to put the link for this and uh, so the people can check check it out so yes, that will definitely. work right yes definitely so you know music has been a very dear friend to me so how how has been music to you as you know how do you relate to music 
Mm-hmm. That's if I think you may need a one whole set of series to just talk about this one question with me. <laughs> but to yeah, but to just sum it up, you know, music is something which is out of this world. To be very honest, it's it's not that, you know, it it sparks emotions, it 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 inspires, it connects, it you know, it gives opportunities. It it's technically it's also my bread and butter. and it's it gives solace it you know it 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 can be molded into any form and requirement of a person which they want in that particular state or you know whatever i mean you know, imagine a movie or a, any sound like soundtrack or without like without sound basically it'll just be like blank you know there, there won't be a meaning like this music gives True. meaning to a lot and everyone hears music to be honest from a cab driver to you know uh king or whatever you call it or prime minister or right. and everywhere is music music is present in every element of our life right you're right from nature right. to people everybody listen to the music so yes. that's it yes i'm going to drop five words and when i say this five words what are what is the first word that comes to your mind okay okay so, let's try this okay beatboxing interesting floppy drive too old <laughs> college i miss it t-shirt black tom thumb amazing all right cool man <laughs> all, all right. right all right all right thank you for uh, joining me uh, nicholas and uh, it was You're a pleasure welcome. talking to you i i can i can drop a small beat for you and the listeners Yeah. Right now, uh, wow, yes, that I would be can. cool. All cool. right, cool man. just a little freestyle wow man this is your freestyle that your what do you say <laughs> your what do you say the one that you do actually rehearsed is going to be something dope wow it blew me away <laughs> man i i wanted to speak words in video i like okay stop don't ruin it so <laughs> <laughs> no, i can i can go on like this for uh, like an hour or so an hour without stopping yeah 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 Okay, that's called capacity. Like people drink, <laughs> and there's capacity. <laughs> this, this, this is called beatboxing capacity. <laughs> it just develops, I think, over there. All right, cool. It was fun, man. It was. Uh, it thank, was. I enjoyed you. the thank session. You. Thank yeah. you so much. 
Okay. All right, man, Nicholas. Uh, see you around. And with this, I would love to close the podcast. Yeah. And uh, I would, I would urge, urge all the listeners to go find your music, the music that could be uh, dear to you and talk to you and speak to you. You know, do that. You know, music really is a, is kind of a therapy. And uh, I'm sure Vinny could talk about that more. Uh, and that's about it. Thank you for listening to the podcast and stay tuned for the third episode with Winnie. She's a psychologist. She'll be there on the third podcast and uh, see you then.